Thanks for listening to the Angler's Channel Insider Podcast. What's up, guys? CB here at the Angler's Channel Insider Podcast, episode 225 on 316. Episode brought to you by our friends at FullyLoadedTobaccoFreeChew.com. Made from 100% clean and pure nicotine, Fully Loaded allows you to sacrifice nothing. Available in long cutting pouches in nine awesome flavors. Fully provides the full flavor and full texture you would expect by allowing you to drop the tobacco and keep the nicotine. Hashtag save a lip. Find out more at FullyLoadedChew.com. Use code ANGLERS25 for 25% off your first order. Make sure you tag us online and social media. Hashtag fully loaded tobacco free chew and hashtag anglerschannel.com. Fun show with you guys tonight. Going to welcome in Bass Pro Tour angler, Mr. Timmy Horton. Talk about a recent announcement. It's going to allow him to step back from fishing and do a little more TV right here on the Angler's Channel Insider Podcast. Welcome to the Angler's Channel Insider Podcast, presented by Sportsman's Warehouse, your fishing and outdoor store. This week's show is brought to you by Ranger Boats, still building legends one at a time. Now, here is your host, Chris Brown. Welcome in, folks. Angler's Channel Insider Podcast. I'm Chris Brown, along with... Angler's Channel Insider, Mr. Kenneth Grover, and uh, social media ninja, Mr. David Jean. KG, have you thought out yet? Because Saturday was cold. Oh, yeah. I think I was thought out by the time I got home. Okay. All right. Good. Good. Uh, you know, I had a quick stop, a quick stop up there at the, at the truck stop for some uh, unannounced reasons, but um, it took me a little while to get warmed up. It was, uh, it was a little bit cold driving home, but um, quite a, uh, quite a cold weekend. David, is it finally warmed up for you? I mean, I'm sure your ice is melted. You're out there in flip-flops and, and a tank top getting a suntan, uh, ain't you? The last few days we've had a warm front, a significant warm front. It almost feels like what it was at the classic a few weeks ago for me up here. Okay. All right. Yep. So everything's melting. You're getting good to go. Aren't you? Uh, we'll see. I think there's some snow probably predicted for this weekend, but it looks to be pretty warm. So I'm, uh, I'm ready for it to be gone anyway. So, yep. Yeah. It's only the middle of March. So you still got Easter coming. <laughs> it's going to snow one more time for you. I feel certain. So I feel yeah, pretty certain. It, he's waiting on June 1st. Yeah. Yeah. He'd have to be, <laughs> he would have to be, but it is uh daylight dollar short here. It is Wednesday, March 16th. As we're recording this, we'll try to get this one out tonight. And uh, sorry, it's been kind of a crazy week, crazy weekend. Um, and if you see my dog behind me that's on crack, it's been a really, really crazy weekend. It just kind of, it's just all kind of coming together uh, right here. So he's, uh, she's bouncing off the wall, but uh, it's been pretty good. Got kind of confused though this week. MLF Pro Circuit finished up today, Wednesday. I guess I started on Sunday. Don't fully understand it. Don't want to understand it. Don't need to understand it. Um, I tried guys. I really, really tried. Okay. Today, you know, I'm a year older now, a little bit wiser, turned on major league fishing this morning. I thought I'd watch a little pro circuit, pull it up. Andrew Loberg, our buddy, Andrew Loberg from out West. He's catching them, having a pretty good morning. And then there it was the sound of JT's voice. And I went, nope, that's it. I'm out and turn it off. Can't do it. But before he came on, I did watch Christian Greco 
Greco, 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 David? What was it? Greco, Greco? Anyway. Yeah, I want to say Greco. I, I think it's Greco. I think it is too. So watch Greco uh, make a long run. And I want to know, I know what rods he's using. I want to know what line he's using because I watched him. The two, the, the two seconds I watched live today, he set the hook on a two and a half pounder and jerked him clean over his head. I mean, like out of the water, over the boat and back. What we do with 12 inches, he's doing with two and a half pounders. And just boat flipping them, right, right, left, you know, right and left. So I didn't know what kind of line he's using. I bet it's vicious because it's pretty strong stuff, but uh, pretty, uh, pretty interesting deal there. But I tried for those who are listening. I tried, just couldn't do it all day. I even muted it and tried to watch, and then it went back to the studio. I can't. I just can't do it. I'm sorry. I, I just, I just can't do it. KGG watch final day. I, I watched when I could. It. it- when I was in my office, it was on my screen, but most of the day it was kind of covered up by other stuff that I was really working on. Um, you know, and the volume goes up and down to kind of depending on what I'm doing and what they're doing. Right. But kind of enough to get an idea of what went on. Right. Right. The, um, the, uh, you know, yeah, I was pulling for Andrew. I think Christian ended up winning. I got the uh, notification. And again, I've said this one thing they do do rise the, the notification system. I got that. saw it on Facebook. So Christian, you're your winner there. Uh, David will run through those and then you pick them later. But, yeah. um, and yeah. really, I mean, it is what it is, but the only reason why he won is they zeroed the weights this morning. Yes. So if, if they had not zeroed the weights, he would not have won the tournament. Show of hands. Show of hands. Who agrees with that? Who disagrees with that? Who agrees with it? Raise your hand. Okay. Who disagrees with it? It's 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 an undecided I, deal over here. I want to know. Te- I, technically, I, technically, I didn't pay an interest fee for it, so it doesn't really matter. You know, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter at all. Like it. it doesn't. It does not matter. But if you're in their shoes, if you're in the leader's shoes, and you've worked your ass off for three days to get to that point, I would like to know that my cumulative weight is being added on that last day, not just the last day. <sighs> Y'all get me riled up early. Early, we didn't do anything. You, I, you, I just asked a question, and you had the passengers in your vehicle. No, you're not. That you're far from that. So you're kind of halfway. You got your foot on the gas. I'm just driving. So nine zero one four nine three zero four three seven Exxon Hotline brought to you by Trick Step. I want to know: Do you agree with the fact they go to they zero the final day for the top ten guys, or do you disagree that MLF presser get zeroes the weight on the final day? I think if you, I think if you zero the weight. You got to have a marshal with a score tracker to give you an update. That's just me. Look, here's really the issue in my mind. It, the only reason why it's done that way is to try to create some excitement for the last day. If you've got to come up with some Mickey Mouse crazy, stupid thing to do to try to create excitement for your last day for TV, then maybe there's something wrong with your product. Well, wasn't going to say I'm it. I'm not saying there's something wrong with the product. I like the Pro Series. A pro circuit. I don't like the, the zero weight. I don't think it's necessary. I don't think it's needed. It kind of reminds me of the days of Jerry McKinnon's when he tried to create drama for everything to try to bring excitement. Right. And I don't, I just don't think, I don't think it's needed. Let me ask you this. Was there drama and excitement at the classic final day? Yes. Was it, was the final day zeroed for anybody? No. Okay. All right. Moving on. Moving on. Just so I'm, I'm just saying the, the the sport as it is, how we've been doing it for so many years, is great and awesome. 
don't try to create something that's not necessary. Agreed. Kind of like NASCAR going to a crazy ass point system. Anyway, sorry. It, go ahead. And they've ruined and they ruined that sport. They so have. Let's they, not let's not follow those. Oh well, guys. The three of us are not, but I'm just saying <laughs> others may be. David, go ahead. Uh, you brought up NASCAR. That's what I was going to bring up. Like, uh, I don't care for the what was it the stage system, but it's kind of like that. I think it's kind of hard to know when they decide to adopt that zeroing the weight of day four. Um, but if these guys all went in and knowing that's the format, I think that they're okay with it. But I, I could be wrong, but I think it was a last minute decision. I don't I don't necessarily think or know that when those guys paid the entry fees, that's how it was. Right. I think yeah. it was a, a last second decision. Right. It, it, I think it was too. Uh, I don't know the exact details on that. And I'm sure I will be corrected and someone will tell me pretty quick what the uh, decisions were there and how that and how that all went down um but uh, it's pretty interesting though because after during the classic after the classic i got a message on uh on my personal facebook page from a listener right who found me listener and he says i'm not going to name his name but he says gosh you were right when you went and back it up and i quote gosh you were right when the shit happened a few years back i'm sorry i said split happened my bad when the split happened a Same few thing. years back you said give it time and there will be new stars born and you will get to know and love the new young anglers that are in bass bass is 100 100 emoji so much better than mlf that's a quote end quote i didn't say it someone sent it to me unsolicited okay unsolicited because you look at the young guns that are coming up now you know i'm an andrew loberg fan mark rose was in that top 10 you had some other guys didn't know they were in there uh you know gray buck was in there um so you know they've got some young guys over on the mlf pro circuit side (laughs) but what's funny about it is is there was a classic that happened during this week you know a few years ago right and so i've got that stupid app called time hop so i get all of these memories and all this stuff and there's a few folks that popped up from previous classics that no longer fish bass i'm going wow i forgot all about him not being rude just being honest just being honest not gonna name names but it was one of those deals it's like huh hadn't even thought about him hadn't seen him Again, not being rude, just being honest. What just just a uh, just one of those you know, forty six year old. Oh wow, how about that kind of moments? Didn't think about it. Just one of those things when I flipped through the old time hop this morning. So anyway, with that said, just thought that was kind of funny. There are some young guns on bass that are making some waves, and I mean there are there are on both sides. There are on both sides. Let me back up and save some faces. There are on both sides, but um, it's uh, it, it's you know. I just don't like, I didn't like the, you know, the zero one on the final day. Andrew had a really good shot and he had a good shot today. He had a really good morning, but um, headed back to zero. I know they all agreed to it and they're all part of it. And they all get it, but something just didn't seem right about that to me. But, and congratulations to Christian Greco. Uh, Greco, Greco, yeah, Greco, Greco. Yeah. Sorry, Christian. I'm just going to totally butcher it, but congratulations to him. I mean, he had a, he made a long run, came from behind. Um, when he stopped, he was dead last. Called 18 and a half, I think, David, right, right? 18 and a half, 18 05, something like that. And uh, came back and won that thing. 18 05. So, yeah. So, yeah, our, our opinion on the zero of the last day should not take away from him. He obviously played, played by the rules that everybody played by and he won fair and square. Uh, he did. We're not, we're not, you know, don't take what we're saying in the wrong way. We're just 
expressing our displeasure for zeroing on the last. I just, you know, look, this has been done in the past. It's not like it's not like they're doing something. It's done in the past. Guys didn't like it then. They're not going to like it now. I guess I just should have turned MLF on today. So, but uh, it is what it is. Got a fun show for you guys tonight. Um, If anybody saw Facebook, actually, you guys sent it to me. Our buddy Timmy Horton uh, making a decision to uh, to do some things different. And, um, and, you know, for the remainder of this year and moving forward. So we're going to get Timmy on the phone. Timmy's a Muscle Shoals guy, lives right down the road from us. And I've known Timmy a long time, uh, fishing several of his little um, special derbies he's done on Pickwick there out of Florence over the years. And uh, just been around him a lot. Good guys. We're going to have him on. Talk about that. If you've not signed up for the Fish with Thrift Sweepstakes, Head over to anglerschannel.com. You can do it there or go to sportsmans.com. Make sure you are signed up to win a four-day fishing trip with our buddy Brian Thrift. Um, it'll include, I think, four days. They're going to get you there, going to put you up. Um, they're going to give you like $2,500 in fishing tackle. I think a carton of smokes. Um, I'm kidding about that. That's a joke. Uh, but I wouldn't be surprised. Um, carton of smokes and then, uh, whatever else you want, but a uh, pretty neat deal. Go to sportsmans.com or under the, uh, contest tab on anglerschannel.com. You can sign up. You can click the link there and sign up. Dave is looking for it. It ain't there yet. It will, it will, it will be there by the time this podcast is over. So uh, he's like, really? I didn't see it there. It, it's there. I promise. Just just give me a minute. It'll be there. So, But uh, the Fish for Thrift Sweepstakes, make sure you are signed up for that. And then um, what else is going on? A um, few more things real quick before we get to a break. Uh, the World Fishing Fair is uh, coming up March 30th through April the 3rd. Um, Bass Pro Shops, whatever Marine Group, Ranger Boats, all those guys will be involved. Uh, you can check that out online. You can get your, you can t- purchase your tickets there. We put, put a post up on the uh, Angler Channel Facebook page today. Make sure you check that out. And then coming up on March 29th, our buddy, uh, the qualified captain, is finally circling back with us and going to be on the show right before boating season hits. So we can talk to him about some of the idiotic and stupid stuff that he's seen uh, here lately and uh, his posts all over his uh, social media pages. So that's coming up and um, in just a few weeks. We'll be good. David, what is The Cull? Is that a new podcast from Mercer? Have you seen this? Yeah, I think I saw one episode. I, uh, is it Mercer and Panger? Mercer, Mercer and Panger from BTO. I think they debate a particular topic. I saw the second episode. I didn't see the first one. They talked about, uh, he's just going to burn all kinds of bridges and sister, isn't he? <laughs> I don't, is he the one burning bridges? I don't know. I, I just, just, I'm just, just I'm like, I, it's, it, it's a joke. It, no, it's a joke. Don't anybody shoot the messenger. I'm just curious what it is. It popped up in my feed the other day and I'm like, what is this? So I'm just, just surprised what it was. But uh, anyway, so another podcast for Mercer sounds like so. It's, it's shorter, though. I think at least the second episode, I saw it was only maybe seven, eight minutes, but they just talked about at least this episode was about knowing bass track locations. Right. I guess you know what it is. So, yeah. David, ain't nothing shorter with Mercer. I can promise you that. <laughs> ain't nothing shorter with Mercer. So, just kidding, Dave. I love you, kind of. But, um, all right, take a quick little break. When we come back, our buddy Timmy Horton is going to be on the line. We'll talk to him about his upcoming decisions and things going on with him right here on the Angler's Channel Insider Podcast. Hey! 
right, Jason, what would you say your biggest fear is when you're out fishing? Hmm, Chris, um, let me see. Probably stranded out in the middle of the lake. That's right. You know, that's everybody's biggest fear, Jason, not being able to get back to the ramp, especially in time for weigh-in during tournaments. But one thing that's really made the biggest difference for me, and that's switching to lithium batteries, and not just any lithium batteries, but rely on lithium batteries. Oh, Chris, how do you like those? Jason, they're great. Let me tell you, they allow me to spend more time on the water and are essential when it comes to starting and running my boat. They give me short charge times and more usable capacity, so I don't have any late-day voltage sags. Plus, they're stupid lightweight compared to lead acid, and they're practically maintenance-free. Really allows me to focus on my fishing instead of worrying about getting back to the ramp. Okay, okay, you talked me into it. Where can I get some Relyon batteries? Jason, you can visit relyonbattery.com slash anglers channel and use our special promo code anglers channel for 10% off your purchase. Did I mention they also offer fast and free shipping? You didn't, but even better. So hey, what are you waiting for? Get hooked on Rely on Lithium today. With so many exclusive designs and processes, no other boat is built like Ranger. It's a dramatic difference that consistently raises the bar of excellence while delivering more features, more performance, and the best value. The Ranger Fisherman Series. From bow to stern, this is results-based engineering at its best. Still building legends, one at a time. At Mercury, there are no limits to the lengths we'll go to make sure you have no limits either. Unlimited adrenaline. Unlimited fun. Unlimited weekend. Except maybe having to go home eventually. Introducing the all-new V8 Mercury Pro XS. Light, quick, efficient. Mercury, go boldly. Welcome back, folks. Angler's Channel Insider Podcast. Second brought to you by our friends at Pro Charging Systems. The future of marine charging is here. Find out more at dualpro.com. KG putting them rely on batteries and uh, dual pro charters to work the past couple of weeks. Get ready to do it again. The Toyota series coming up here for too long, but excited to welcome in uh, our good friend from just down the road, Mr. Timmy Horton. Brother, how you doing? Man, I'm good, Chris. How about you guys? We're doing well. Doing well. Now, are you still in Muscle Shoals or did you you went somewhere else, didn't you? Where, where are you now? Yeah, I am in Spruce Pine, which is actually the place I grew up in. And uh, so it's south of Muscle Shoals about, about 15, 20 minutes. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And you guys, did, did you guys buy like a ranch or something? Or what are you, what are you doing now? Well, we, my wife and I started a, um, uh, it's a high fence preserve hunting, hunting lodge, hunting and fishing actually. Uh, but, but we do wedding pier, corporate events, uh, just kind of a getaway outdoor type getaway for, okay. uh, for a lot of different destinations. So, okay. All right. Mm-hmm. Good deal. Well, long time, uh, long time pro on, uh, the elite side and major league fishing side and everything else. I know Ken looked up some of your stats today. Um, Bunch of money and winnings, and been around. You've been in. You've been. You've been in the pro side of things for how long now? Twenty plus years. Yeah, I guess um, my first year on the the top league, I guess, was the Bassmaster Top One Hundred and Fifty. And as you recall back then, that it had a split season year. You know, we started in the fall and ended in the spring. So right. yeah, ninety nine thousand was was my first year actually. Okay. So. Okay. A lot of a uh, lot of success over there. Went on the Elite Series. Now, was it? Um, 
it was Champlain you won on, right? That uh, you went back and, and ordered pizza from the dock. Is that right? Yeah, that was like Champlain. I get asked. <laughs> that, was, that, was, that was a pretty cool, pretty cool moment. Yeah. I just remember watching that on TV and you were sitting at the dock with your feet kicked up and uh, eating the pizza at the dock. So I thought that was, uh, I remember that, that was pretty cool. But you have, um, you made an announcement this week on Facebook. And I'd love to hear a little more about it. Uh, looks like you're you're going to step away from the professional side of fishing, uh, so to speak, uh, moving forward, and uh, going to kind of look into the the television and the educational side of things, right? Yeah, I, I really, um, I feel like you know, I feel like we we have a fan following because people want to learn what we do. Now, 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 granted, it's entertainment as well, but I think a lot of a lot of people that follow the professional tournament trail and pro anglers uh, via either the trails or their social media channels um, is to be educated, to learn more about it. And I don't know, I've just really, I've really enjoyed that more. Probably, probably the last 10 years, but even the last three to five years, I guess, um, that's where I feel like I have focused more and feel like what I've done a little bit better. Um, and, and just kind of, as I said in that post, kind of where my heart is in it. And, uh, and that part of it kind of moves me. I enjoy, you know, people coming up to me and telling me they, they maybe tried something I, I showed them or, or, or saw a show and, and uh, really love the teaching aspects of it. And, uh, and I do. I, I just, I really enjoy that part of it. Well, you know, it's, it's, it's funny because, you know, I've known you for quite a while. And, you know, when I first got into this industry, I worked for a competing lure company to most of your sponsors. And you were always doing TV stuff and video stuff and, I always see something come out that, that that you would do, and I'd be like, "Dadgum, that guy's good, right?" I mean, you're always so good at at that stuff, and really kind of telling a story and painting a picture, and describing what things do. And so, you definitely got a knack for that. But um, it's uh, reading your post, you know, fishing against the guys you're fishing against now. You, you have to be all in or nothing, don't you? Yeah, it, it is. It's an amazing uh, uh, situation, you know. But but I think. I think for the most part, Chris, it's always been that way. I think I can remember coming up and, and I guess when I was a fan, just how competitive some of the guys were that diversified into television or maybe even into other businesses. And they would still do well, but not, not as dominant a fashion. And I think the guys that dominate, you know, all the way up even into their 50s, I say dominate or do really, really, really well are guys that just focus on that. Sure. Uh, only only on the competitive fishing. And I've always kind of had an entrepreneur spirit about me with, you know, the lure company and then what we're doing here with Willow Oak Lodge. And, and ultimately from, from a standpoint of my fan base uh, with television and, and just teaching that, that to me is more of a relaxing, fun thing that I enjoy. Now, don't get me wrong, the, the high end competition and the juices flow and I, gosh, I enjoyed that, man. I was so blessed to be able to do that, but, it, but maybe it's getting older. Maybe it's, it's, uh, uh, seeing other people reap the benefits of something that I want to do, which is teach someone, uh, and, and maybe get more out of that. I just think that's kind of where my heart has went. And the last two or three years has has not been as fun to me because I haven't been doing as well. Let's let's face it, and 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 that makes it tough when you're still competitive, but you get to these tournaments and you're not doing as well because you're spread so thin, doing so many other things. Uh, it just it'll weigh on you. You know, it'll weigh on you emotionally and, and everything. And and I just talked to Kim. I said, you know, I said the funnest thing that I do is 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 get on social media, do do a post, answer questions, give tips, 
uh, and then the, the thing with our television show, and even being inside a Bass Pro store and talking to the fans. And uh, so this summer, you know, at ICAST, I talked to, uh, to Bass Pro Shops. My boss was there. And they were like, you know, Tim, we, we, we have trouble in the springtime getting anglers in the stores anyway. Right. Uh, because as your schedules are so busy, we, we like this. And uh, so that really made me comfortable. That really kind of gave me the courage to, to take a look at it. And, uh, and we started to announce that Kim and I did at the beginning of the year. But I thought I would wait till, till things got going on in the year and uh, didn't want to have a year long of everybody. Hey, man, don't miss <laughs> just kind of shorten that part of it up a little bit. But, uh, but yeah, it's, uh, I'm really looking forward to, to what we got coming up. Okay. Kenneth? You know, Timmy, we, we we discuss often, or I discuss often, the fact that a lot of these young anglers, we're seeing anglers really start in high school with tournament fishing. And and to me, it's different than what it used to be. You know, I, a lot of the anglers, once they got to professional level before, had a lot, um, a lot more experience or had to rely on some of the older guys to teach them how to do things. And, and I think that's a bit of a negative in the sport. Um I like the fact that this is the direction you're going. And I, I think, I think if these young guys will pay attention to what you're doing and what you have done and how you've done your career, they can really take a lot from it. Um, and I, I would kind of classify you as an old school guy because I, I know that's how you got started. So tell us a little bit about uh, some of the guys that you look, looked up to when you, when you first got started or your first, you know, five or so years on, on the, on the trail. Yeah, I, w- I would say, you know, when I really was a few years away from, you know, I guess I finished up college in 96 and, and, and was just hungry to do this. David Chris was just winning everything. And, and that probably set my way into getting into pro bass fishing. And Mark Davis was doing really well. Mm-hmm. Uh, Denny Brower, uh, and of course, Kevin, I, I would probably say those four guys, um, along with, you know, Gary Klein and Shaw also, um, Shaw Greasy was was a big influence on me as well, but but I think um, I think just seeing how those guys handled themselves, I remember going to my very first tournament in Lake St. Clair in Michigan, and, and and I watched Kevin and Denny kind of get into it out there on the water over a fishing spot. And I thought, man, what have I got into? And, and it, kind of, it kind of hurt my feelings because I thought they were buddies, you know. And I'd go to dinner that night, and there they are cutting up, laughing, having dinner together, but. Uh, uh, so it was kind of neat to see, you know, the high-end competition on the water, but once the guys get off the water, how close everything is. Um, and I know I veered off the question a little bit, but but I think that's probably what I'm going to miss more than anything um, is the guys, you know, and, and seeing them in that fraternity that, that I've been a part of with Kelly Jordan and and, and Boyd and, and Edwin and, and all the guys that, that I grew up in my group, you know, of, of age people. So that part of it is, I'm going to miss, but, uh, but at the same time, I think uh, with this aspect, having a, having a greater reach with the fans. And, and I think with the kids coming up, to, you know, kind of back on the question, I, um, I think they have so many resources and, and so much to look at now, but there becomes, there becomes that time frame. And I think for a pro angler, it is that 28 to 37-year-old, 30, late 30s, where you have experience, and then, and then you have an energy that you can't contain as well. Uh, and also not other things going on in your life as much. So it's, it's, as you get into more things, as somebody becomes an established pro that, uh, that you see those guys. And that's who, who's dominating right now as well, you know. Sure. 
Okay. Talk, I mean, you've been in, you mentioned KVD and Brower and Klein and those guys. I, I would venture to guess Kevin was probably asking Denny, if you're on St. Clair, why he was out where he was. He probably thought he was lost, if, if I had to guess. But um, no, it's the uh, but the competition now. I mean, a lot of these a lot of these kids coming up, like like uh, Kenneth mentioned, come out of high school, out of college. I mean, talk about the competition now compared to what it was, you know, in your first tournament or your first season. There, it's it, it's got to be a little bit different, I would think. Yeah, there, there's no um, there there's no slack off anywhere. I mean, really, it's it's a thin line between, you know, the best 25 and the next 25 and then maybe the next 25 that's competing right now where there used to be a fall off. You know, there just was. And now there's not. You know, if you look at Major League Fishing and even even the Elite Series has grown to that even more so the last year or two, I think think you see, um, you just don't see a fall off. The guys that are coming in now, uh, and, it, and it's not easy. It's not easy to get into the Bass Pro Tour, and it's not easy to get into the Elite Series. And that's the way it should be. And the guys that are getting in are just ready. They're not. They're not having to hit a learning curve. Uh, they're learning these lakes by watching videos. They're they're getting educated and absorbing all of it. And everything is right there at the fingertips. And it's pretty neat. It, it's neat to see uh, how competitive it is. But you know, at the end of the day. It's amazing that you still see the, the same guys for the most part. You're going to see one or two come in in a, in a three or four year period that's really good, and then you're going to see about one come in every ten years. It's just phenomenal, you know. So it, that that still is pretty cool to see how that how that averages out. So now, are you going to finish out the BPT season this year, or are you just strictly going all television? No, no, we're we're looking forward to the rest of the season. Okay. We're gonna, uh, yeah, I'm I'm gonna compete the rest of the year and and look forward to Lake of the Ozarks our next event. I'll actually be at Redcrest working that event, um, but uh, for sure gonna finish out the season and maybe finish strong and hopefully have a good one or two. But it, you know, I I, I come home and from this last year I had a terrible event at Smith Lake. I really had, didn't have anything to do with the announcement of the retirement. We had done talked about having this long long in-between tournaments here. This is a, mm-hmm. uh, with me not making Red Crest uh, and the guys that didn't make it, this is a long stretch from Smith's Lake to the end of April. Um, so looking at that on the calendar at the beginning of the year, Kim and I felt like this was when we were going to do it. And I didn't want to distract from anything else going on. Um, but I didn't want to just quit at the end of the year and say, hey, it's over. I kind of wanted to, you know, have a little time with my buddies on tour and, and them knowing I'm going out. And, and I watched Ken Cook do it that way. I mentioned that earlier today, yeah. but uh, and I thought that was pretty neat and, and kind of a little bit of celebration with, with your group that you kind of you've kind of been in a fraternity with for the last 20 years, you know. So. Sure. Sure. Absolutely. David, you got one? Well, Tim, so for your TV show, uh, I know you've been expanding uh, where you've been filming uh, the last few years. I know besides just going down the street to like Gunnersville or Pickwick, but um, are you planning to expand on where you'll be filming for the future seasons and what are some of those bodies of water that you plan to expand to if you are uh, looking to go outside of just, you know, Alabama? Yeah, that's, that's a great question. You know, we really, we really have prided ourselves. I think this is our ninth or 10th season with Timmy Horton Outdoors. And for the first six, seven years, we did really go all over uh, Minnesota, Texas, and New York, and Florida, and everything in between. And, and with COVID restrictions, you know, it kind of slowed us down year before last. Obviously, a lot of states we couldn't travel to. And when you got there, it was kind of kind of cumbersome. So we, we filmed a lot here at home. Um, and the beginning of this year with, you know, restrictions coming back up again, I guess, toward the end of last <coughs> filming. 
um, we we kind of did everything close to home again. We had a few that were out and about. We went to Florida again and things like that. But I'm looking forward to that. I want to go to the West Coast and see them. I want to go to, you know, Arizona. A lot of the places that we've been on the tournament trail that uh, to hit at the right time of the year. And uh, and that's going to be fun. It's going to be neat to, you know, go to Thousand Islands and if it's windy, not have to go out. You know, let that wind settle down for a day or two. <laughs> you know, just things like that. Uh, it's got to be uh, kind of relaxing, cool, and fun. Uh, with, the, with the live segments that we can do now on our social media channels, it really changes that dynamic of being able to take someone out on the out on the lake with you. And if they can't tune in live, they can go back and watch it later on. Um, and and really, you know, being able to put something out that you want to talk about and educate fans on. You know, in the past, they had had to wait three to three to six months to see that. Sure. From a television show, now they can see it that week on something that's hot. And um, so that part of our business and our sport has changed so much. Um, if, if a person enjoys editing and they enjoy footage and, and, and doing things like we do with our team, we have a great editor, uh, we have a great production team, and, and I enjoy that. I enjoy putting out neat content, uh, teaching people. We try to have a fishing tip up every single day. Um, and it's not just taking ourselves on and going out and filming. We really, uh, we really, really try to have a, a production that's put together that may be one minute someday and maybe four minutes. And, uh, and, and we've had a lot of fun and a lot of success with that. I would, I would imagine this is going to open up your turkey hunting season a little bit too, won't it? Man, that fires me up so much. It ain't just funny. <laughs> I got up to the porch this morning and I heard a couple of gobbles, uh, this morning, but yeah, that that uh, we probably won't get much filming done the month of April going forward with Timmy Horton Outdoors. That's for sure. Oh, <laughs> that's hey, hey, a goal of doing the Grand Slam, and and, and I'd like to do that with a lot too. Her and, and I have talked about that, and and so so maybe we can we can kind of get that on our bucket list and get that knocked off. And I've never been elk hunting. I want to go elk hunting, so that's another thing I want to strive to do. So, um, and 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 I have a goal. I want to I want to get it every inside every Bass Pro and Cabela's and, and do do some teaching over the next five years. That's just just the little things like that. I kind of want to want to get knocked off. I've had the fortune of being inside a lot of them, but uh, I haven't. <laughs> Maybe the one in Anchorage, Alaska, maybe tough some of them, but I but I do want to visit all of them. That's for well, sure. They got hunting up there too. I'm sure you can kill something while you're there. So. I guarantee. Yeah. <laughs> well, Tim, that's uh, that's good, and I know this is a a tough decision to come to, but I can't imagine the the weight of it off your shoulders and Kim's when when you finally let it out there. It did, and and we have uh, man, we've wanted to do it for long, but the. the I guess the nervous part for me was how it would be received by the fans. And, um, and hey, I'm, I'm the first to say that. I, I, the first 10 years of my career were just phenomenal from a competitive standpoint. The last five or six have not been. And, and, and I know it's because my heart has really been into this. It's, uh, and it's funny how we change. You know, I can remember early on, I did not enjoy going and doing media events because it took away from me being able to practice somewhere. Sure. Um, but as I've seen, as I've seen that become successful for my sponsors um, and, and for myself from, from the engagement of the fans and them enjoying it, that started moving me more. And I started being, thinking, man, that felt good. That person told me that they went out and, and fished docks on this lake that I've talked about doing that on, and they went out and caught them. And that, that made me feel good. You know, so I think, I think that perspective of, of, of seeing it from, from a different standpoint instead of, um, you know, fans just watching us win a tournament, being able to do something that helps them has been 
it's been a pretty cool transition for, for myself. And, and that's definitely what I look forward to keep doing it. But there, there's no doubt there's going to be tournaments uh, down the road where I'm going to say, man, that fit my style. I could have done well about that one, you know, sure. but, uh, but but I'll be I'll be rooting my buddies on and watching it from a fan's perspective for sure. That'll be yeah, that'll be awesome. And so, I mean, I would assume if you qualify for the Red Crest this year, you're going to be there first of the year next year, right? Oh, for sure. There ain't no doubt. <laughs> some uh, some Toyota Series events or some local, you know, Alabama Bass Trail or something that I get into down the road if, if I if I feel like I'm missing it. If they get to biting me too hard, hey, maybe that's exactly what I need to get my batteries recharged and go try to get back in the Bass Pro Tour. But uh, this is really where I feel like I, I want to do right now. And I'm, I'm fortunate I'm still fairly young enough to uh, to get out and do this and, and enjoy uh, going to travel around and doing these shows. And uh, I, I can remember, man, this was probably in about 2000, 2001. I was flying somewhere with Bill Nance. And uh, we were going to do a ProCraft commercial. And, uh, and he was literally taking notes for his show and, and researching these questions to what people were asking him from a scientific standpoint of what bass do. And, and just watching how in, in, intently he was on educating his friends is why he is where he is today. Sure. And, um, sure. and I just thought that was neat to, to take it, to take it that deep to, uh, to help people enjoy their time out on the water is, was pretty cool. Well, it's, it, it's, it, it's neat to see you come from, like Kenneth said, maybe the old school way, you know, from 22 years ago or so with Broward Van Dam, who's somehow still around. I have no idea how he's not lost an arm or thrown a shoulder out or something, but um, it, it's neat to see the, the transition of things for you into social media and into this. I think it's a great deal. Well, I sure appreciate it. I appreciate the kind words. And I just, I, I think at the end of the day, just hopefully, uh, Hopefully it's entertaining to folks, but but also help them when they do get out on the weekend. Maybe maybe catch a few more fish on their end that are following and watching. That's for sure. So sure. Well, I know we can follow you on uh, Timmy Horton Outdoors on social. Where else can we see your shows and your content? Yeah, uh, we we air every week on the Pursuit Channel six times a week, and then uh, uh, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, uh, all of it. Timmy Horton Bass uh, and Timmy Horton Outdoors as well. Um, and also, uh, you guys check out our hunting and fishing lines here. They can check those out at visitwillowoak.com. But if you're, if you haven't followed us on social media, hit the like button and give us a follow and, and Instagram and all of it. It's, it's a lot of fun. We really try to teach and, and, and engage and, and have a lot of fun with our fans. So. That's, uh, that's awesome. Well, Timmy, thanks so much for your time tonight. Congratulations on the decision and, uh, look forward to seeing, uh, more content coming, going forward and, um, seeing how this plays out for you. So great interview. Thank you so much for having me on. Oh, but thank you, but we'll talk to you soon. Okay. Bye-bye. Guys, there he is. Timmy Horton. Known him for a long time. Good dude. Small mouth catcher down here, KG, but, um, kind of a, it's, he's going the right direction, I think. Well, you know, you really look at his career. This isn't something he's just decided today or this week. I mean, you can tell he's done some things with his success to kind of line himself up for a future without having to rely on tournaments for his money. Right. So uh, this doesn't surprise me at all. I I think it's going to be a great move for him. He is a good educator. I mean, he's really good on camera. He gets the message across. I mean, we've been watching, you know, his stuff for years. So, uh, I'm I'm looking forward to seeing what he's able to do. Not having to worry about that tournament schedule is going to give him freedom to do a lot 
more stuff. Yeah, yeah, a lot. And uh, if uh, I if you don't like turkey hunting, probably don't want to follow him for the next month or two. So you know, right? Because he's going he's going to have a few turkeys, you know, on the on that face to face. I guarantee you that. But uh, yeah, as long as I've known him, he's been he's been a turkey hunting guy. And uh, I couldn't figure out if he was a pro hunter or a pro fisherman. But uh, it's always been always been fun. Always been a nice guy to me. Always been a good dude enjoyed uh being around him and excited to see where this path takes him that's for sure so take a quick little break we come back we'll do some you pick them some news and notes and uh get you guys back out on the water ready for springtime fishing right here on the anglers channel insider podcast I feel like ISO Chill definitely allows me to stay on the water longer. When you talk about 14 hour days of practice on the water, that's a long time. And most people are gonna come up with an excuse to get off. And I don't feel like I get that same fatigue. And a lot of that benefit comes from what I'm wearing. Sun protection, breathability, comfort, ISO Chill, honestly, it just helps me be more competitive and stay on the water longer. Sportsman's Warehouse is your one-stop, convenient place to shop. Whether you're into camping, hunting, or fishing, our expert associates can help you find the gear you need. We carry a huge assortment of quality equipment from the best manufacturers in the country and around the world. We have guns, ammo, rods, and lures, not to mention every kind of outdoor clothing for the whole family. You can shop in one of our fully stocked stores or visit us online at sportsmanswarehouse.com. Visit Sportsman's Warehouse. Shop one of over 60 locations. Whether day or night, I love to tie one on. Every day of the week, I like to tie one on. I don't care who's looking, I always tie one on. Every time I go on the water, I love to tie one on. You may not know this about me, but every once in a while, I've been known to tie one on. Come on, man. Join the Stray King team. All you got to do, tie one on. <laughs> I think I always tie one on. Welcome back, folks. Angler's Channel Insider Podcast. I am brought to you by our friends at Vicious Fishing, reminding you it's time to go fishing. Get Vicious. Check out more at getvicious.com. KG, you've been using some Vicious Fishing line, haven't you? Some of the I new have. Tora. How you like it? I have. You know, I really do like the Tora. And you know how you know how I am. I've got a lot more testing to do i i know how you are because when i talk to companies and they're like well we really need some great feedback and i said listen i got a guy right i got a guy there ain't no gray area it's either black or white okay if he likes it he'll tell you if he don't like it he's gonna tell you there ain't no wishy-washy about it so tell us how you really feel but but there can also be specific applications where something works well, but it doesn't work well for another application. No, I got you. It's, I got it's you. not always just black and white. There I know. There can be some in the middle, too. Right. Uh, and fishing line is one of those things because, and they've got different series of lines. They offer different different things. So the key is understanding what they are, what they do, and having them for the correct application. Okay. But, you know, the impressive thing about Vicious is they've got – several different versions of line. Mm -hmm. So uh, once you understand what those versions are, you can really dial it in and have the right one for the right application. And that that's what I'm doing now. I'm trying to dial in which version of their line is right for certain applications. <laughs> okay. And, you know, I've been a little bit limited because of the time of the year. So as I go, 
probably another month or so, I'll I'll pretty much have it dialed in of which version of their line should be used for certain things. Okay. And as soon as I do, I'll I'll let you know. You're ready to go, ain't you? I got you. Okay. Well, good. Well, good. Well, that uh, that'll work. I'm excited but, but to hear more about it. I can tell you that the the tour is new, and I've been impressed with that so far from what I've seen. So I'm I'm excited <laughs> about the possibilities here. Good. Um, Buck, you good up there? Me? Yeah, you. I think I am for the most part. I might not sound like it. But I'm glad you're there and not here. I mean, we had to social distance. I mean, you sure you're all right? Yeah, like, but I was dealing with, like, I think it's a cold. My yeah. daughter got it. She gave it to me. And normally when I get these things, they knock me out for a bit. And so, yeah, but I'm, I'm doing pretty good, I think, for the most part. Okay. All right. KJ, you feeling good? I'm feeling good. Great. You know, me too. We're, we're starting to get blooms on trees. So we are. last long. We are. I know, right? The allergy is going to start kicking in here soon. Yeah, it's, it's it's fixing to get rough around here, I would imagine. So I would imagine. And I'm getting ready to have to move again. So it's going to get a lot rougher, but it'll be all right. We'll figure it out. So it'll be good. So let's jump into some you pickums brought to you by our friends at Sportsman's Warehouse, um, sportsmans.com. Uh, make sure you check those guys out and see what's going on. Uh, my buddy Henry Engler hit me up last week and he said, hey, look, I listened to the show. I know I won something, but I ain't got it yet. And I'm like, listen, I got you. I'm sorry. It's been busy. Same with our buddy Rick Mance. Um, same thing. So it's going and Brandon Black, your trophy and your prize pack are in the mail. I was waiting on some stuff for TH. It's here. I got it. It's heading your way along with the trophy. And speaking of trophies, KG got a new trophy last week, didn't you, bud? I did. I like that trophy. Does it fit in the um, does it does it fit in the dust spot on the piano? It's perfect. Perfect. That's exactly Good. where as soon as I walked in the house, that's where I put it. The and, look on my wife's face was priceless. So say, and your wife said she didn't say anything. The, her look told me everything I needed to know. I I, I bet she said. Thing is sexy. Sexy. That's what she said right there. That's exactly what thing she was thinking. Sexy. Sexy. But that's the first but, thing she thought, not the first me, thing she said. So first thing she thought, that's the first thing she said. So, all right, David, let's do a little I know we got two that didn't, it didn't happen because uh, nobody wanted to play. Um, we played, didn't we, KG? We played. We got involved 21 degrees with a wind chill of... Minus 732, like I was on an episode of Snowpiercer. It was so cold out there. So, but, um, you know, it, it, it wasn't nearly as bad as it sounds. I mean, and I, I think I told you, I, you, you apologized for it. And I'm like, dude, I've done worse, you know, on purpose. So, well, yeah. I, I mean, I fished a Toyota series last year at Gunnersville where it was 18 degrees. You know, when we started, it had been snowing a few days before everybody's live well lids were frozen shut sure. and had boats frozen to trailers. It's Look, it's not unusual. It's not crazy. It's not out of the question. It wasn't a bad situation at all, really. But how about the guy that came through boat check that pulled his boat from Tennessee? Okay, Dave, you ready for this? Okay. A good hour and a half, at least, minimum hour and a half from Tennessee down to Smith Lake with no cover on it. Okay. I'm talking like you've seen those park benches in Chicago when the waves hit them and everything freezes and just a solid thick. Yeah, that's what it was. I'm not sure he got that old tracks in the water until at least two o'clock that day because it was it, it was frozen. Frozen. You're talking inches of ice. Inches. On it. Yes. Like yes. the old boy crazy. went to tie the flag around the trolling motor, did not know where to start. And then when he did start, he didn't have a long enough piece of tape to get around it. Right. He had to go back and get more. 
because it was that bad. Like you, like I would, like I look back there at him and I'm like, "What the hell to your boat?" And he's like, "I drove from Tennessee. It's been snowing. Like, dude, no cover." If I'd had a pair of ice skates, I'd have given them to him. I don't know how how he's doing the front deck and fished. Because, I mean, he needed the ice chipper. He was bad. Just bad. But I'm with you, KJ. I've been in worse. It's just I hated seeing you guys come off the water after takeoff or the guys come off takeoff and poor Ben. He just, I mean, just, and I know you took him for a boat ride on Saturday morning. Well, I mean, I wasn't going fast. Uh, I was a little faster coming in in the afternoon, but I, I wasn't going fast. I mean, it, it's, I, I'm, I mean, you know, I try to take care of my camera. You do. I mean, you do. <laughs> and I ain't going to lie. Your old boy, your old buddy, Kenny Kern, I looked at me and he goes, I'm damn sure glad I ain't out in this today. <laughs> so it's, uh, but, but the bad part was I had that little vent open in the trailer at the bottom. So he could, this one get the, 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 the power out. And, uh, well, it was cold on the floor in there. He, he, he had his jacket on his scarf and his hat. And uh, we, we put the heater on the floor trying to warm our feet up there for a little while. It was a little chilly. So, but it was, uh, uh, it was good. So, all right, David. So let's uh, let's jump into this. ABT North on Smith Lake. So yeah, while well, you guys are working, uh, this this team of Damian Willis and Tyler Kiker caught fifteen forty two to take the W on Smith. Fifteen forty two, take the W on Smith. Our buddy Hunter Farish fifteen thirteen to grab the win there in the U Pickham and Willie McCall. 1478 for second place. And um, Kenneth and I forgot to push submit, apparently, on our ACU pickups. So it's really up to you and Michelle, David. And uh, both of y'all were over. So we um, we we missed a uh, – we, we caught a break there, KG. And may the odds be ever in your favor. We, uh, we, we caught a break there on that one. but More, uh, more like you caught a break because I missed the first week as well. I'm way behind. Well, if anybody's scoring at home, and let I, I, me back up. I got to get on the website. I haven't had time. I've been in Teradek live stream hell for the past few days. But if you're scoring at home, Brandon Black, who won February, he and Al Perry are currently tied after week one in March. With four points apiece, count them one, two, three, four points apiece. Okay, Brandon won one. Went Brandon won two last week. Henry won one, and then um, I'm sorry, Al won one. Excuse me, and then got second in one. And uh, but Al nailed one. That's what it was. Al Perry had one on the money and nailed that. So Brandon Black, Al Perry currently tied at four apiece. Then it drops down to. Ricky Brewer, Scott Bazette, James Rice, James Royal at two. Then Henry Engler, Bob Matthews, Stanley Carper, Paul Guyette, myself, all at one. And our little side pocket big trophy bet over here. I'm currently, I swept last week. First one to ever sweep. Sexy. First one to ever sweep. And um, she's big. I, I, I gotta, I gotta find all my sound effects. I hadn't used them in so long, right? But uh, so I swept last week seven points in that one. I see, yep, seven, seven, eight, yeah, seven points in that one. So um, big week for CB, only to not hit submit this week. So you, you know, David, something you know, I've just you, realized it, it, in this new format that he's come up with, it's really like nearly impossible for you and I to understand the point situation. We just have to really trust him. 
So <laughs> point situation is easy. You win one is two points, or actually for us, it's just one point. But, you know, on our side, but if, if in the regular one, you win one is two points, you get second place, it's a point. If you nail it, it's three points. It's a pretty easy deal. On the AC side, on the you pick them side between us girls, literally, it's uh, just one point apiece. If you nail it, it's two. And then we got the fantasy and all that good stuff. So it, it's good. Trust me, we're, we're in good shape. But I kind of feeling like what I'm waiting for is kind of like an MLF pro circuit deal here, right? I'm going to lead all the way up to the final week, and y'all going to say, screw it, and cut it all back to zero. And I'm going to get my ass kicked. Uh, I, what's I gonna was going to propose that. Maybe we just got to change up with the format. Yeah, you and kiss my ass we- what you can do. Let's move on. Moving on. So No, even though that would help me in this scenario, I would not be for it. Yeah, thank you. I just say that's probably what's going to happen, but y'all going to come back and be one way or another. So, all right, David, Bass Champs. Bass Champs on LBJ. All right, so the team of Robbie Payne and Brad Edwards caught 23.40 for the win there, and they had an 8.45, but that still wasn't the big fish. I think a big fish was like a 10-something there. Wow. Wow, that's awesome. Yeah, but 23.40. for Rick Hensley grabs him the win there. Uh, And then second place goes to Stanley Carper. For second with twenty two twenty two in that one, so another big week for uh, for those guys. So very very cool. Let me go ahead and mark that one there in my sheet so I know who goes who goes to who. All right, how about the um, oh and uh, David, you won the point there in that one because you were seventeen eleven for that one. So congratulations, didn't go over. So, but uh, so you currently are well, you're one for one or. One for two right now. So, two. All right. Angler's Quest Houston team on Lake Houston. All right. Ke- uh, Kevin Wade and Dean Adams caught 1696 to take the W there. All right. 1696, you said. And, um, well, Kenneth, he's making a run at me. He's now got three points because he won the, he's, uh, he, he's, he's got one there, but then he, uh, he won this one. Not only for the U pick him, but for the AC U pick him, right? So he's got two points there. So um, congratulations, David, on that one. Second place. Let me find my my notes here real quick. My sheet. Let me free sort that. Sorry. Second place goes to Wesley Reber, sixteen eighty five. So so close yet so far away. So all right. So David's got two there for that one. So. Make my notes here. All right. How about Bulldog and Ozarks are, uh, they were postponed, correct? I believe so. At okay. least that's based on the uh, available results. Joe or Charity have not sent us results, and I've not seen them online, so we're going to go with they were postponed. So we will uh, we will look for those at a later date. So finish it up with the Wild West Bass Trail on Oroville, please. The team of Larry... Vignolo and Mike Sasso caught fourteen seventy four for the win. Fourteen seventy four for the win. Fourteen seventy two goes to Willie McCall for the win there, and then fourteen forty four goes to Bob Matthews for second place. And uh, it was how much, David? How much? What, what, what won it? Fourteen seventy four. Fourteen seventy four, and you both were over. So three points for you for the week. And uh, so I'm going to, I'll, I'll tell you the points. I will have them up on the website, hopefully before this show next week. I promise. So everybody knows where they stand going into week three. Week three, um, I'm going to have to figure out how to score it. 
KG, because you asked the question because somebody was too stupid to look and see. I'll have to remember that for future pro circuit events, but uh, probably going to have to go off a three-day three day wait on that one versus... Um, well, now you gave a description. I'm pretty sure your description says total weight for the winner. Mm. So, so you if that's those your two? description, then you would have to technically... Greco was the winner. So you would have to you would have to, to calculate, take his day three total and add day four to it. Even though it won't be the most weight for the tournament, I think it more accurately resembles your description. I, I'm going off memory. I so knew I, be- I knew you were going to uh, straighten me out in this deal. <laughs> so let's look here. So Greco had on day four, he had eighteen oh five, right? Eighteen oh five. And then coming into the final day, forty nine oh four. Forty, I knew he'd be right there. Forty nine oh four. So, so that should be sixty seven oh nine. Sixty seven oh nine. So, I will know if you put your if if you submit your deal between six p.m. Central and midnight. I'm gonna, I'm not gonna count it. For this one, no, because I, you've already I heard this podcast. Last night. No, not you. I mean anybody. So, oh. if anybody heard the sixty-seven oh nine is what we'll have to go with. So, but we'll uh, have to not count that. But um, if if you listen to the podcast, I have to wait till midnight to put this one out. I reckon so. I have to do so. But okay, so we'll do it that way. Um, and then the elite on Santee are they are they zero in any weight? Or is it is it just all straightforward, David? Tell me, tell me, be honest. Should be straightforward. The good old tried and true. Uh, tried and true. Thank God. Stay in your lane, bro. Um, let's see. Um, ABT on Martin comes this weekend. That's a one-day deal. Um, one-day pounds and hundreds. Um, let's see. Bass Champs on OHIV. That's still happening? Last I heard it was, right? Nothing yet. That Nothing says yet. It says uh, it's not. Okay. No. Wild West Bass Trail on Clear Lake. And, of course, Big Bass Tour on Norman. So that'll be a good one there. How did we not do a big bass tour for last week? How did I miss that? Can't believe I missed that one. Because that was a good one on Clark's Hill. So I hate I missed that one. We'll get to it uh, next time for sure. So, but uh, Big Bass Tour on uh, Norman, that one's in there as well. Like I said, Wild West Bass Trail, Bass Champs on Ivy, ABT on Martin, and Elite on Santee. I will have results and scoreboard up on the website here this week um, as I get it all put together. So y'all hang tight for that. All right, let's jump into some news and notes. Uh, oh, sorry, sorry. I've got seven. David's got three. KG's got one. Let's see. Let's go to the fantasy real quick. We got to do the fantasy, I guess, I've for- got, uh, I've got a point. Yeah, you won a fantasy somewhere. I don't know where it was, but uh, you did. You oh, won a fantasy last yeah. week. Don't, don't get excited about it. So I need to see if the fantasy for- that's going to be a next week's deal. That's not, that, that's fine. Did we not do Bass Pro? When, when did Bass Pro Tour end? Last week? Did we do the fantasy for that? Oh, I was trying to. I was trying to, but they don't give me by event. It's all by whatever it was. I had to look back and see. It, it wasn't as easy to follow as what I wanted it to be. So we'll have to go back on that one. But let's uh, jump into some news and notes brought to you by our friends at Humber Electronics, Men Coda Trolling Motors, Talent, and Raptors, Shallow Water Anchors. I saw a post today. Somebody asked, Raptors or Talons and why? Which do you choose and why? And um, I like them both, to be honest with you. I, I really like my Talons because you can set it and forget it, right? Inside the garage. You can use the fold down deal, um, the, the the flip up method on the on the mounts 
to drop him down if he needed to. Um, but I'm telling you, the Raptors are pretty strong. I'm pretty impressed with those two. So it's really kind of whatever you're looking to do and the different look and feel you want uh, to do that. We did pull up behind a guy who had some old talents uh, at the Classic, and he put them down. They were a little loud, had a little dirt in there. But uh, the Raptors were pretty quiet. So it really depends on the fishing you're doing and what you're looking to do. You can check them out online, hummingbird.com and mencotamotors.com. So, all right, David, what have I missed or overlooked or skipped in terms of what's going on in the world of bass fishing? Did somebody buy Omega Tackle? Did we know? Is yes. that, is it, well, who was it? Um, what an Omega? It's two, it's two anglers. Uh, one of them, I'm pretty sure, and I get, there's two Dobsons I get confused. So I may tell you the wrong one. It's Scott, it's, isn't it? I think it's Scott. Scott, okay. All right. And I'll Jeff. forget the other, Jeff. Forget the Jeff. other guys. God, it's Jeff. Jeff Dobson. Are you sure it's yeah, Jeff? I told you I'd mess it up. I did yeah, too. Jeff's right. Okay. All right. Yeah, Jeff Dobson and I, Brett Loomis. I think, yes. There okay. All right. Well, they tagged uh, Zach Burge in there too, so I'm curious if Zach's got a little interest in that thing or not. But um, I saw where he was tagged in that. But Oklahoma guys buying that away from um, who had that? It was the, one of the MPFL Brad, anglers. Brad Fuller. Brad Fuller. And it was two two other people, right? Okay. All right. Yeah. Brad Fuller and a few more. So um, let's see. Dobson, um, <coughs> MPFL angler. So, a lot, uh, a lot going on there. So good for him. So that could that could be an interesting deal. Um, Exxon's got a new bait out. The old hot shot minnow. Who KG David was very quick to say, when can we get our hands on some of those? So still hadn't seen an order for or a, a, a what he wants from them yet. But um, I know he wants some. So we'll talk about what did you see about the hot shot you like there, KG? Um, I. It, it's going to be a great drop shot bait. That's, I think that's the most obvious thing about it. But um, I'm I'm in the process of trying to dial in some of this. Um, what we what most people refer to as forward facing. To me, it's not nearly as much forward facing as is the live part of it. Yeah, mega live. I'm good with it. But I I think that bait on a on the right jig head will will make a great search bait for that scenario. Okay. All right. I like it. So it kind of, it kind of fits the need that I feel that I have right now. Sure. Sure. All right. Well, I'm excited to try it too. I know, um, Polonic had some tied on at the classic getting ready to use. So that was, um, I did see some there, but, um, always good to see new stuff come out of our, our, our friends and folks up there at, uh, at Exxon. That's going to be, uh, I mean, get a little bait should do really, really well for those guys. So, but it's interesting how companies now, because I know Big Bite's done it and Striking's got a few as well, that are focusing on that forward facing deal. They're building baits specifically for that. And um, I, I, I see, I see the marketing side of it. I do. Um, not sure about the. I, mean, I see the marketing side. I, I'm, it's. Is the fish ability there? The fish catching pieces it's there? Still, it's still going to be dependent on the type of water that you fish. Okay. If, you, if you're the kind of angler that um, I, I would classify more of a regional type angler where you fish a lot of different kind of lakes, 
spread out over, you know, geographically, uh, you know, a, a vast area. Yeah. Then you're going to really need to get a hold of this technique because there will be times where it, it will make a difference to you. Um, hey, I saw it quite a bit when we were at Smith Lake this past week. Um, and it's when you're in that scenario and you're not doing it, you're it's, it's difficult. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. For sure. So, but there, I mean, I'll, I'll say it again. There is a learning curve with you. You can't just strap that stuff to your trolling motor, go out there and it's magic. You, you have to really understand what you're looking at and certain, certain places, certain areas, certain water depth make it, makes it easier than others. Sure. Sure. Absolutely. Well, it is, uh, it is interesting watching both as dark from the water at the classic and then coming back and, and doing live stream at uh, Smith Lake, watching the guys, you know, you utilizing that and, and, and doing it. And, um, you've, it's like a computer or anything else. You got to spend time behind it. Got to spend time learning how it works and what you're looking at. And, um, it's not an automatic thing. You're not going to see it and go catch them. It's, you've got to be in tune with what's happening. So, um, that's, now, uh, I mean, I, I will say, I, I don't think that was a contributing factor to anybody that placed in the top three in that tournament. No. Because I interviewed all three of them. But so it's not a, you know, some of these people that say that, you know, this new technology and electronics is going to ruin the sport because if you don't have it, you can't play. There's an example there. I'm pretty sure the top three, the two top two for sure. I don't think used it at all. So what, what did the, I know what first place did, what did second place do in the tournament? And if anybody's asking, we're referring to the Smith Lake Island Bastrell event this past weekend. A lot of the same thing. Okay. Uh, windy points mostly. Okay. So the winners took off and just went cranking, cranking yes. a DT six, DT 10. Um, you know, look, look, they, they, they played the conditions. Sure. You know, it turned cold overnight. We had the, the heavy rain, but the wind, the wind was, a, was the key thing. And mm -hmm. Smith Lake's predominantly a clear water, you know, clear water, but there are places that doesn't have clear water. Right. So the guys that did really well found what they referred to as the right color of water, which is not clear. It wasn't bad, dirty. It was somewhere in between. Right. And they would run points that had wind on them. I mean, the guys finished first. They said the, the windier, the better. Um, he wasn't using reliant batteries, and he said his batteries were almost dead by the end of the day. But, uh, you, you know, reliant battery would have probably – a set of those would have been his most valuable thing in the boat yeah. in that scenario. But, he, he, you know, he managed without it, but and maybe he'll learn from that. But <laughs> that, that's kind of that's what you – that's kind of what you do in those scenarios. They, they, you know, they they played the conditions on that day. Get you get you a dual pro charger and get some reliant lithium batteries. You can keep on going. He'd still be efficient, wouldn't he? Still exactly. be efficient. So no need to burn any gas. Just turn that uh, turn that turn motor up on high and let's get let's get to work. So you know, I've told you before. It's kind of I'm not going to use the word game changer, but it makes me think of my day differently. I used to sure. have to worry about stuff like that. Oh, yeah. You know, you had to worry and, and you had to worry early in the day because normal batteries that aren't, you know, good quality rely on lithium, they start going down the second you start using them. So as the day goes on, they get worse and worse. So you had to really be careful how you overused them early in the day to make sure you had enough late in the day. These batteries are just as strong at the end of the day as they are when you start. Right. So, 
I, I don't, if I need to stay in the wind to fish, I stay in the wind to fish. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's funny because when we talked about, you know, I'm, I'm boatless bank trash right now, waiting on mine to be ready, but uh, I've got to rely on in my trailer, our production trailer. And uh, it's pretty, pretty crazy because um, I've got one rely on, uh, I think it's RB 100 in there. Um, and then, yeah, RB 100. And then I've got a three bank charger, but it's only hooked up on one bank because I ain't got three batteries, right? I just got one in there. And so our buddy, Mr. Duran, walks in the other day and he sees it in there and he's like, where are the other two? What's going on with that? You got two not charging. I said, I ain't got two there. It's only got one and the light's green. So what are you, what are you worried about? And he's making fun of me. And he's like, well, how long is that going to last? I'm like, it's real going to last all day. Ran those outside lights all morning. I actually forgot about them until about midway through and I went to the bathroom and I realized they were still on in the middle of the sunshine. Went back and turned those off. But when we had a little power outage, right? Thank God for a battery backup. But uh, we could flip a little LED switch we had in there, a little a little, um, little rocker switch, and we had light. So we could see what was going on as well. So they rely on I me. Mean, I, I use it for a lot of different things, and it's it's definitely a cool little deal. But get you a dual-pro battery charger, get some rely on lithiums, and uh, you're, you're not going to go wrong there, that's for sure. So not going to go wrong there. Uh, new Bassmaster.com website up and running. I've not had a lot of time to look at it. David, how about you? I know you scoured through it already. I just played around with just a little bit. Definitely a different look. More white, I guess, compared to the old blue and black that was before. So, yeah. But I haven't had a chance to play with everything or go through every nook yet, but I like it. Okay. All right. Good deal. Um, how about, I don't know if you, anybody follow along on social with, uh, uh, what's his name? Jason Christie. He won a little derby a week or two ago, but his Costa post this week. Did anybody see that from Santee? I, I shared it. I shared it on the English Channel page. You gotta check that out. That's a pretty good, pretty damn good reason to wear a good pair of quality Costa polarized sunglasses. Because in one frame with no glasses, you don't see what's underneath you, and the next frame is <laughs> an alligator big enough to eat David. So I mean, it's a lot happening right there for sure. So, well, you know, historically, that's what Costa has been known for—the clarity in their lenses. Yeah. I mean, that that's. That's really what has made them what they are. Yeah, no, you're right. And the um, and the and the best part is at the classic, uh, our buddy Miss Hannah, she brought me a pair of um, <laughs> tuna alleys with readers in them, so I can now read what's going on <laughs> up close and not not uh, and still still have that coast. It's gonna work out really good on my on my vacation next weekend when uh, when I I need that where I can read something or not or just sleep i don't know what i'm gonna do yet but uh, we got santee this week should be a uh, as bass puts it a shallow water beat down but i'm thinking it's gonna have to get a lot warmer for it to really become a beat down because since our price has been pretty tough on the old boys here the first couple of days i think it's gonna be the cloudy weather and rain that may affect the the you know true spawning deal Sure. I don't think it's going to be, you know, that magical all of a sudden, you know, they timed it just right. And it's, you know, it's perfect conditions type deal. Right. There will still be a lot of big fish caught. That, that, that place has them. It's, you know, they're going to be easy to get to. It, it may not be a spawning deal, but they're still going to catch them. Yeah, for sure. For well, sure. Will it take triple digits? Triple digits? Century belts? No? I don't think mm. so. It's possible, but I'm I'm thinking just shy of it. It's okay. it's gonna it's gonna be close, but it's not. Which, which is still gonna be an awesome tournament. Yeah, I put eighty nine on my on my fantasy pick 
on my fantasy for this week. I put I did I did submit it. Um, I put eighty nine. I better go make sure I put my you pickums in this week too. So, but I did put eighty nine on for my for my tiebreaker there. I feel like that's going to be a um, that's going to be pretty uh, pretty close in my opinion. But uh, I don't know if it'll hit hundred or not. So, but we'll see. But David, anything else I missed? Uh. Congratulations to a Mr. Ronnie Moore. Jesus, you, how right? how the hell you beat me? I had it. That's my last thing to talk about, and you beat oh, me to sorry. it. Oh, sorry. Beat me to it. Marlo <laughs> Joy Moore, born yesterday, March fifteenth, my birthday. I was going to say that too. Great day. That's a great day. He he put a little post on social media about it being uh, Michael from the office. It was his birthday and Eva Longoria's birthday, and he said my kid could share a birthday with these two. And I'm like, hello. My birthday too, damn it. You know, that's the better one there. So it's just old C B. It is just me. Ain't no it's 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 I get it. Trust me. I I'm 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 all good with that. But um Marlo Joy Moore, Miss Marlo, born yesterday. Um Thank God she looks like her mama. That's all I can tell you. But, um, you know, they didn't know what was coming, boy or girl. So a pretty cool gender reveal for them. They uh, got that deal figured out pretty quick. So thank goodness the hospital has pink caps and gowns because uh, I, I, I had to buy two right now with the way prices are on things. But congratulations to Ronnie and Sarah. That's a, that's a big deal. And uh, very, very excited for them. So. KG, you're a, we're all girl dads, so I mean yes. it's 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 hard to beat it, right? Uh, yeah, you know, I mean, all your all your kids are special, but you know, father daughter relationships just a little different. Yeah, my son's an asshole. My daughter sweets can be. So I, I said it. I, I said I, mean, I love him. Don't be wrong. I said it. I love him to death. But uh, my uh, my daughter's a sweetheart. I love her to death. She's cost me a lot of money, but I love her to death. So, my daughter tends to have my back more often than anyone else in the house. So, so mine yesterday, you can see it. Mine, I, I, I wake up to a text from my daughter. God love her, and it's a it's a happy birthday emoji. But you can see, I think I don't know if you can see it or not. It's the it's her with a. With a cat, with a coffin, with a casket, it says HPD on it. So yeah, that's that's my daughter playing the, having a little fun there. My son, he didn't even know what day it is. He has no clue. I, I just, I sent him a text saying good morning, and he's like, "Hey, dad, love you too." He had no clue my birthday, which I, I get it. That's fine. Well, I don't miss his. We're okay. Which I may, I can't miss his. The same as my wife. So it's they, they share one. But uh, yeah, it could be it could be interesting. But. Well, all right, gentlemen, anything else going on I didn't know about or we need to talk about real quick? Uh, just something quick. Uh, if I, I, if you aren't following what, Under Armour Fish or UA yeah, Fish, UA they're Fish. giving away some They're giving away some uh, chances to win some uh, ice chill stuff this week. Awesome. Awesome. Well, so definitely. his and hers. So jump his, on it. His and hers. Make sure you uh, make sure you sign up for that. That'll be. They've also uh, got some of their new apparel on their side already. So, oh, I've okay, I, I've been a little busy in Teradek Hill. I've not even gone to look at that yet, so I have to pull that up and see. <laughs> Let's just do that right now while I'm sitting here at the old computer, uafish.com. You can do that. Let's see what's happening. We're excited to have an armor fish back involved with us for uh, for this year. So, some new laser apparel going on there. So, good looking stuff there. Uh, I know my wife was looking the other day. She's like, you know, what kind of discount do we get? I said, well, hopefully a good one. As much stuff as she's going to pick out, I can see. But yeah, some good looking stuff there. Y'all make sure you check that out. Oh, I like that. Uh, got some new sweatshirts and things. So 
Got some new stuff. Y'all be hearing some more about new products coming out from them here in the coming weeks as the uh, spring fall fashion line comes out. David's going to do a little runway modeling deal for us. We'll do a video on it <laughs> and uh, get y'all lined up. I don't know why Kid just laughing. He's next. He's going to do it too. So, but um, but anyway, but guys, I hope you guys have a. Um, did you, well, let me ask you this, David. Did you learn anything this week? Well. Since we were talking about daughters earlier, I think we are even much closer to eventually getting a dog because my daughter's birthday is coming up. Ava's birthday is coming up. We celebrate early because Lisa's going on a trip to Hawaii. So I get to stay home with the kids, but she's been bugging me for a dog for her birthday. And I'm like, uh, we'll see what happens. So yeah, I think that's, I learned that it's going to come a lot sooner than later. So don't do it. Don't do it. I just, just don't do it. Just don't just go buy her a doll or a car. I mean, how old is she? She'll, I think she turns nine. I bought her Apple pen for an iPad, but you know, like you said, girls are expensive. So let's go yeah. buy her a car. Just go buy her a car. She can sit in the driveway. Y'all take it out once a week, you know, whatever. Just let her, you know, just buy her a stick shift where she can, where she can change the gears while you drive it. Right. To try to do that. And, um, and you can go that route with it. Don't, just don't, don't do the dog. I'm, I, I have two. I love them, but just, I, I don't, I don't recommend it right now. So, but, uh, no, I'm just kidding. I right, get a dog, get a big dog, get a, get a great big dog. That's what you need. Get her, get her one she can ride, like a mastiff or something. Get her a big one. So, right? <laughs> she wanted a small little Daxon that we saw the other day. We took her to a dog store the other day because she really wanted to go and, and look at them. And she saw a little baby Daxon that was like this big. And I was yeah. like, I want that one. I'm like, no. They get, dogs. Yeah. They get bigger, just FYI. But yeah, just letting you know. So now my my sweet little Georgia Luz, she's, she's, she's good size now. My my wife, sweet little Nola Jane, the the real terror. She's gets bigger every day. So uh, cherish those days I travel. I'll be honest with you. So really cherish those days I travel. But anyway, so KG, how about you learn anything this week? Uh, I probably did, but I can't remember. All right. You and me both. I, I've tried to forget more than... Yeah. than I can remember. I have forgotten more than I can remember. So, well, guys, thanks for tuning in to this week's Angler's Channel Insider Podcast. Good to be back. Good to be talking again about fishing. Spring fishing is here. You guys, make sure you check out our sponsors and uh, support them, those that uh, support us and this great sport. Uh, if you made it this far in the show, make sure you subscribe, rate, and review the show in Perry Podcast app. Also, check out, go ahead and share it with your mom and them or any of your peeps. Feel free to chime in via the podcast hotline brought to you by Exxon, 901-493-0437. That's the Exxon Hotline brought to you by Trickstep. With that said, on behalf of our guest tonight, the one and only Mr. Timmy Horton, Bass Pro Tour angler, former Elite Series champ. I mean, smallmouth king. He's pretty much in it all. For the AC Circus, I'm Chris Brown. Guys, have a great week and weekend. As always, God bless good fishing. Put that life jacket on. Buckle that kill switch up. Cinch that sucker down tight. We'll see you guys next week. Don't take it personal. Thanks for listening to this week's Angler's Channel Insider Podcast. Brought to you by Under Armour Fish, Costa Sunglasses, Pro Charging Systems, X-Zone Lures, and Trickstep. Visit anglerschannel.com, your number one bass fishing tournament resource.